This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. But they're, they're a proper basket case of a club, aren't they? I mean, they're, they're, mm. they're nuts. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us on the Opposition View, QPR fan Richard Honey. Good evening, Richard. How are you? I'm really good. Looking forward to Saturday. Good, good. Uh, before we start, can I thank you for taking Andre Gray off our hands last season? That was um, <laughs> very welcome. Um, I wanted to say thank you first. Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, sorry. Well, you can oh, thank well. him as the, well. The joke's on you guys because I think you paid most of his salary, didn't you? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, this we is, did. This is true. Possibly rumor, did. Rumour was it was circa 80 to 85% of his salary. Um, An example of football's gone mad, I think, Andre Gray. Mm. Something's gone mad with Andre Gray. Mm. Um, so, how would you sum up? Uh, QPR's season thus far obviously we're only a few games in but how's it going so far? I think it's going exactly what every QPR fan thought it was going to go like mid-table not not you know ripping ripping it up in the division don't look like we're in trouble missing a striker like everybody apart from you guys you're missing three (laughs) defensively we're sound we look good in the middle of the pitch absolutely no cutting edge up top we're not going anywhere. We're good to watch in patches. No expectations. I think the club the club has managed the supporters' expectations really well the last three or four years. So there's no getting on at the players too much. Um, there's a big, big thing about playing the youth. I can't see too many youth players coming through, but there's a big thing about that. Yeah, I mean, we're a championship club. That's where we think we are. That's where we think we should be. And really, we're just... We're just happy at the moment, I think, which is a bit of a crazy thing to say when most supporters in the division expect their clubs to be at the top six, top ten. I think most of us feel mid-table is where we, where we are and we, we don't look in trouble. So we're going to enjoy the season, I think. Getting wins against the local clubs like Watford, Luton, Millwall. Yeah, you can beat that. Luton. I mean, how are you? I mean, you've got a, you've got a player there in Elias chair who yeah. a lot of a lot of other clubs have been 
you know, that, that they've been doing the sniff test on. They, they quite like the look of it. But you've, you've kept him. How's he doing this season? And the other player I wanted to know was about, before we before we come to the obvious Laird, which we'll be interested in, was Tyler Roberts, who you brought in from Leeds. He was always a player I quite like the look of. How are those two doing this season and in general? Ilias Chair, I've grown to love him. I wasn't, <laughs> mass- I wasn't a massive fan three years ago, but... He's he's become quite integral to the to the last third of the pitch. He misses. He he sometimes takes too many touches in the last third and and doesn't always make the right decision, which results in us not scoring enough goals. We're mm-hmm. kind of reliant upon his creativity. So if he gets yeah. it wrong, we're we're knackered. His mate in the middle of the pitch there is Chris Willock, and he's mm-hmm. our he's our real talisman, and he's the one that I think will probably go in January before chair. So. Oh, wow. I think um, Willock's got two years left on his contract. Like I say, he's our talisman, and I think it's going to be dangerous to let him go into his last year next summer. I think January they'll look at offloading him and rebuilding a little bit more, looking at the striker situation, which is non-existent. They need yeah. to get some money in. It's either sell Rob Dickey, sell Chris Willock, or maybe sell Ilias Chair. They're the three valuable assets that we have. Selling Chair would, would not be the same problem as selling Willock in my opinion. Who was the other player that you said? I said about Tyler Roberts, who, who Tyler came Roberts, from, yeah. from Leeds on loan, I think. Yes. My my brother-in-law is a staunch Leeds United fan. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah so commiserations there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's born and bred Leeds, so I'll play him this podcast and I'll give him a shout. Hi, Nick. Um, <laughs> he laughed his head off when we signed Tyler Roberts. Um, injury-prone, overrated, but from what I've seen, yeah, all right, he's been injured. So, yeah, he's injury-prone. He's quick. He's direct. He's scored a goal already. How many players in the division are going to get 20 goals this season? You know, if you get 10 or 12 goals, I don't think that's outrageously bad if you're a forward. Um, I think 20 goals, you're you're looking at the clubs like Watford, West Brom. I'm not sure who's up front for West Brom, but the, the teams that score goals, I mean, I'll ask you guys in a minute. I you're hearing all sorts of things about Saar and, and the other fella. I don't know whether he's left, but... We don't if you either, lose, <laughs> We haven't got a clue. <laughs> yeah, don't. yeah. No point asking us. Dear God, changes every minute. Well, uh, we were... QPR were really interested in Saar yesterday because if he was off the villa, we were allegedly going to get... I can't remember the guy's name now. Cameron Archer. Deserve, um, can't remember what his name is. Oh, Cameron no, Archer. I saw... No, no, I saw this. Begins with D. Massive long name. You're going to have to hang on. Well, that I'll was... find it. <laughs> that was you talk player. amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were going to get the striker from Villa, who I think was on loan at Preston last year. And nah, a few Cam- that's Cameron Archer. Cameron Archer. Which, yeah. we're, we're also in for him as yeah. well. We're, he's very, very kind of heav- heavily linked to us, but we've already yeah. got two because we've taken Davis and also Courtney House. So we've only got two. So uh, let's, let's face it, our, our, our owners, the Pozzos, are are not beyond a bit of kind of jiggery-pokery sleight of hand and suddenly a, a loan becomes a sort of, you know, look, look around the eyes, look around the eyes. Now it's a permanent deal sort of thing. Um, so, so you know, it's not beyond the possibility, but I know a lot of, a lot of clubs are uh, are after Archer because he's a, he's a good sniffer, he's a good finisher, definitely. Yeah, we missed that. And Mike, Michael Beale, our manager, obviously yes. he was at Villa. He was at Villa under Gerard and knows Archer well. So we were kind of hoping that if Villa did did snap up um Saar, we would end up with Archer. But and we and I wasn't aware, but I read today that 
Saar was apparently heading to Watford if Saar did go there, which kind of makes yeah. sense. But I mean, how uh, Michael Beale, you mentioned him. He he was considered to be like the brains behind the Gerrard mm. kind of kind of bit at Rangers and then also mm. at Villa. And of mm. course, he, he's gone away and. and you, you could argue that the wheels may have come off at Aston Villa, who knows. But how's he bedding in as being a number one at your place in terms of kind of the kind of football he's trying to play and 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 how it feels like it's going this season? I appreciate results are up and down, but... Yeah, I mean, the performances haven't been up and down. The results have been a bit sticky so far, but the actual... He's playing four at the back. We played with five at the back last year. Um, so one of the central defenders has missed out, which has been Jimmy Dunn. He has, he has been playing, but... First game of the season, I went to watch at Blackburn and uh, we played four there at the back and Dunn didn't play. And he was actually my player of the year last year. So I was a bit surprised that he got dropped. We got the lad in from Chelsea, um, Salter Clark, who was, yeah, yeah. Um, he was on loan uh, last year. I can't remember where he was on loan, but he was in the championship last year, uh, Coventry, and he did quite well there. I felt that uh, it's a step in the right direction playing four at the back. Um, the way the, the midfield players that we've got, I don't think we need to. The wing backs, they've got to be quick, and I think they've got to be young. We didn't have young or quick full backs last year, even oh. though we were playing five at the back. So it didn't always work. And Albert Adomo is getting on a bit. And, yeah. you know, when, when, you know, he's not really a wing back anymore. He's not really a winger. So quite sure where he's going to fit into the squad this year. But it's going to be interesting to see how Beale does with what he's got because he hasn't got any money. So, you know, he is reliant upon Chair and Willock. Um, they've got another lad that they've got in from Brighton that got injured at Blackburn after five minutes. So I've not seen anything of him. I think he's Taylor Richards. He, he's right. quite highly rated. He's, he's a dribbler. So, you know, the three of them, and then you've got Tyler Roberts, as you mentioned earlier, Peter. Um, yeah. You know, he gives it a bit of pace as well there. So if they were all fit, I think QPR could do quite quite well in phases of the season, but I don't see them mounting any sort of serious challenge. And Bill, I think he's going in the right direction with the players. I do think that there is a structure there. They they seem to quite like him. He speaks well. He's that new breed of manager, that coach, you know, that English coach yeah. who's done who's done his 20 years apprenticeship. You know, you'd like to think he's Positive. in the mold of Brighton manager and, and the forest manager. Time yeah. will tell, won't it? I mean, how much time does he get? Well, I mean, it sounds like, you know, you, you guys have been promoting a kind of a a patient, supportive culture, which is exactly what we've got at what? No, no, we don't. No, we really don't have that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. We, we blow a gasket at the drop of a hat, us guys. We, we, we were talking about Cameron Archer there, and I think it's interesting that you mentioned him because there's another lone player and everybody in the championship, and it doesn't matter whether you've got a lot of money or pretend you've got a lot of money like we have sometimes, you're all kind of fishing in the same pool, trying to get a bit of quality out of the premiership clubs. And Ethan Laird was linked with us because you mentioned about the right wing back and you need some yeah. pace. That's absolutely what we need because we've got, uh, at the moment, we've got a 31-year-old slower Spaniard than the previous 31-year-old. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We traded down, we moved to electric, but apparently it wasn't reliable. Um, but but Ethan Laird, we've been linked with, and and he was linked with Preston and various people. But you you managed to you know kind of get hold of him. Yeah. How, how has he done? Because he's been one of those players who's been kind of split the support in terms of we're rubbish if we haven't signed him, or we're brilliant if we haven't signed him. Either way, how, how's he how's he doing for you early days? Uh, do you know what? I, I, I'm actually not impressed with him so far. I, I'm I'm you know this this switch to the back four. I'm kind of I know there's more emphasis on the right back and the left back just to see where, where they are. And Laird, Michael Beale's in love with him. Um, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen, I haven't, he's not ripping up trees. He's quick. 
apparently he's, he's making a, a good relationship with Cher and, and Willock down the right-hand side. Uh, the, the, the front guys interchange, so I wouldn't say there's a right-sided or a left-sided player in Cher or Willock. They both seem to mix around and led. Apparently he's quick. He's good in defence. I've seen him miss hit ball after ball so far. Not not that impressed. I I I you know I'm still waiting for the next David Bartley to be honest. Oh, are we all? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Now oh, there's a name. There's one for the teenagers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm still waiting for the new David Bartley. But yeah, I mean, and the other side we've got this kid Pavel. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it, and he's the left-sided uh, wing back. Atrocious. I saw him at Blackburn. <laughs> he, he, kicked, he kicked the ball out every time he had it, and he didn't. He wasn't in position. He, he, he when he did get forward, he overhit his crosses every time. So you know, I'm happier if those two just sit on the halfway line. They're both pacey, so they both get back and tackle. But going forward, no, I'm not not impressed with either of them. But I have seen clips of Laird. Who was he on loan with last year? Uh, Laird. Oh, uh, no, where was he? He was at. Uh, was it Forest? I want to say Forest. I could be wrong. Ke- there. The the left back is Kenneth Paul, double A L, from from Dutch side that got relegated he, last year. Doesn't I, I never like players that go down. I, I remember when QPR went down in '96, I think it was, and and all the players said well, we're going to stay and get us promoted, and that was the era of Andy Impey and Trevor Sinclair. And as soon as they went down and they played half a dozen games in the in the old. Um, well, it actually was the championship then, I think, or Division One they were calling it then. As soon as they went down in there and played six games, ten games, you know, it, it's not as glamorous as the Premier League. They couldn't wait to leave. Um, <laughs> their, their attitude stinks half the time, these players that get relegated. You know, I know it's, it's a bit different now because they get paid. I don't know what your guys are on, but I think our highest w- at wage earner is eight, ten grand a week now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We can only dream of having wages <laughs> that low. Wow. I know. Yeah. Well, this is where football goes wrong, isn't it? Because if you, if you don't, if you guys don't go up, most people expect you to go up. You know, it only takes another two years of failure, and you're in. You know, you you've got FFP to deal with. We're still we're still immersed in FFP. We've got a ground that only holds eighteen thousand. We're not on the telly enough to. Generate there's something lovely about Loftus Road as an away fan. That's a proper proper yeah. football ground. You're I, so I, close I, to I the love, pitch. I loved Watford coming to QPR because they are noisy when they come to QPR. And um, when it's noisy at QPR, it's noisy. So, yeah, I used to love, I mean, I, I go back years. I can remember going, you know, watching them um, in the mid-80s, early 80s. And it was just, a, it was a treat to play teams that brought numbers and were loud. Your chance weren't always the best, but... <laughs> They still are. It's fine. Yeah, they're compli- they're overcomplicated things now. The yeah. today is just overcomplicated things. You're, yeah. you're, to- you're talking for three to three people who can barely know remember the words to what third. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> just keep it simple, two, guys. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Watford. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that being sung once. I thought, oh no, I'm not so sure, lads. You should be singing that. But R- Richard, no, I, you, you know, Richard, you I, may I think, think you're being critical of us, but actually, that's the low bar that we play, that we. <laughs> We really do value. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. 
Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. No, I, I, I think that Laird and, and Paul, I, I think Laird is a player that every championship club wanted, like Arch. Everybody wants yeah. Archer. Uh, I think I, I think anybody that gets Archer is going to benefit. He's going to get 20 goals this season in the championship. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be dangerous in the championship. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I can't see many others dropping down from the Premier League to the Championship. And, and then you're looking at Division 1 strikers, and I don't really watch Division 1, Division 2, so I couldn't tell you who's doing well in that, those leagues. But no names are getting banded around in the transfer window this 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 year, unless you'll surprise me. Yeah, well, it does actually feel, I, I was talking to someone uh, this morning, it does feel that there's a real lack of striking options, not just in the, in the Championship, but in football at the moment. You, you know, there's probably sort of, five to ten players' names that get banded about for numerous clubs in the Championship. It, it, it is a bit um, bit of a concern, I must admit, especially if we don't, at, at our current situation, because we don't know what's going to happen. And on the spin of a coin, we're going to have to then go and buy someone, potentially. So, yeah. Look for that, you. So, you sell Saar. I'm he's, assuming he's not gone in the last week. He's, he's not going. Has, he? I don't no, think he's no. going to go either. He's not going, no. I think we're going. keeping him until at least Christmas, but probably for the whole yeah. season, I should think. So I don't think Yeah, he won't go. And, 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 and the Jao Pedro that, thing... Give it a day. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we never <laughs> and, the, and, and the Jao Pedro one, I'm still adamant, is not over yet. I think there's, there's there's still a big potential that he could be with Watford still. Well, if you keep hold of them, you've got, you got every chance, haven't you? It, it, because, like you say, there's hard... I can't really think of too many strikers in the championship. I mean, Mitrovic last year was just mm. a joke. Awesome money. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were going to go up just purely on him. Um, I mean, they're a good team for them, but, you know, he, he he was a big, big difference. But apart from him, um, the lad at Norwich, he's not been scoring, has he? Pookie. Um, he's gone off the ball last couple of seasons, yeah. really, as, as he was, because he was scoring it for fun. He really was ripping out. And you, you're two lads. So, really, you've got... A, I mean, you've got to fancy your chances in the league because you score. You're not a bad team, are you? I think there I are. Think, uh, There's holes still, isn't there, Peter? And <laughs> you're, you're, you're speaking to three people that went to the MK Dons game last night. Yeah, <laughs> someone's getting smacked two 0 in the cup by MK Dons. Yeah. <laughs> by by <laughs> MK Dons second eleven as well. It was yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, even lot. better. Yeah. Yeah. Fact, we, we, we apparently were after we interviewed uh, the, the MK Don's manager. Didn't didn't pursue that. We also interviewed your manager. You, well, John yeah. Eustace was interviewed by Watford. Mm. That's an interesting one. I'm, I'm not sure about John Eustace. He had a good. He came with good um, form. I think he'd been at Kidderminster. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, Wal, Warburton and Eustace. I think Warburton's probably harmed Eustace's reputation a little bit. Um, and if he doesn't do it at Birmingham, and let's face it, he's not going to do it at Birmingham, is he? He's going to be he's going to be tainted then, isn't he? I, I just think he's ta- he's taken a, a job there where he he can't win because of their financial situation and, and what's going on outside of the football the football side of things. But they're, they're a proper basket case of a club, aren't they? I mean, they're they're, mm. they're nuts. Birmingham, are frying well, pan fire, frying pan fire. They did dodge the Lawrence Bassini bullet, so uh, they do have some sense, I would say. Uh, What's his link to what? Has he got a link to Watford? Well, he was. Bassini? He was. Oh. Our, uh, he was <laughs> a chairman for a little while. He almost brought us to our knees, mate. He's. he's was, he, was, he your, was he your owner for a while? Then? He was. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no. He 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 declared himself the owner. The actual owner, in terms of where the money was back in, a bit like him supposedly. Oh yeah, no, I'm buying it. But David Gold is kind of giving me the money. Was was the Russo brothers yeah, who previously yeah. been involved at the club, but didn't for, for political reasons didn't want to have it, and. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, obviously, we'd want to avoid any form of litigation, but he's a total he really is. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. You know. He is. He is. I mean, I've, you've only got, I don't listen to talk sport a lot, but when I do, he's always on it and he's always, he he's got ramblings going on there. He's not mentally Oh, sound, he's he? bonkers. Guy's bonkers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bonkers. Peter's, Peter summed that up beautifully. Uh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a So it was about time when we came to Bassini. Sorry to carry on. No, I was going to say, when, when you were Italian, guys bought the port Watford I, I kind of perversely hope that they, they might actually screw your club up but mm. but they've it's actually had the opposite effect where you've, you've catapulted yourselves into the premier I know you, you're yo-yoing a little bit recently but you know I'd rather be in that situation than stuck mid-table in the championship I mean don't get me wrong you've been in division one in the last 15 20 years haven't you it's, yep. it's horrible being in that division so I'm grateful just to be in a league where there's Big clubs, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, comparable size clubs, rather than in the division one. I remember yeah. going to Cheltenham and grounds like that, think, and losing and thinking, where has it got? Where's it? How's it got to this? You know, yeah. losing to Cheltenham and it's expected. Swindon, you're losing and you're thinking, well, you've, you're you've only got at home. And you think you're going to win ten nil. It's like mm. you've only got to look at someone like Oldham, who are the first yeah. former Premier League side now to be, you know, non-league. It's it's easily done. Just financial mismanagement and it just doesn't run for you and is that that league now league one is littered with ex-premier league sides i know some of them got out of it last season it looked like they'll make a fist of it but it's so it's such a tough league to get to get out wednesday. of sheffield wednesday yeah stuck in it aren't they it's stuck, stuck in it yeah big time stuck in it they look like they might do something this year but yeah, yeah. Been, a, been a while now and it's interesting the outside view of the club looking at it and going but you've got all of this and you've got sar and you've got this and you've got all you know and it's great because i think What's happened, especially when we had the Pozzos, those Italian owners that you hope would ruin our club. Nice one. Well, 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 Rich, I enjoyed that. Um, (laughs) For the first six, seven, eight, nine years, everything was good. And what's happened in the interim period is expectation levels have changed. But so is the Premier League. I mean, you talk about not wanting to go into League One. I'm thrilled to be back in the Championship because the, the Premiership is just this... Yeah. Long, monotonous slog to glamorous grounds where they basically punch you in the face for 90 minutes. That's how it feels. Um, well, Peter, I'll, I'll tell you a true story. Justin said to me, um, the year that QPR got promoted uh, with Tarapt, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, at Vicarage Road, we, we won 2 0 there that day. You um, didn't. Tommy Smith was blamed for the Tommy wrong Smith side, but I'm just saying. QPR fans <laughs> were everywhere. QPR fans were everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be promoted at Watford. You know, Justin said to me, Great that you're going up. I don't know whether he meant that, but he said, "Great you're going up, but um, <laughs> probably not." You're going to have a you're going to have a horrible time in the Premier League because you get beaten every week. And I thought, yeah. oh, we got money. This was the Briatori era. We know, we yeah, got yeah, money. yeah. We'll go and buy everybody. And of course, we went and bought everybody: the Rio Ferdinands and the John C. Parks and everybody else for hundred grand a week. And it just blew up. And we, with, even with all those players, we lost every week. You know, and and it, it, it's an. Um, it, I'd say the Premier League's unforgiving, but I'm not sure it's unforgiving because you know what to expect. But it's it's a it's a it's a fourteen five team league. You know, you, nobody. I mean, I think expectations is such a key word in life with everything. But at football, my expectation is I wish Michael Beale would just field a team that would get us through to a quarter final of a cup, semi final of a cup. I'd be happy with that. Mm. Yeah, I don't expect to win anything. I just want to. I just want to have a nice cup run. A few wins away from home, you know, it'd be lovely to win on Saturday for us. Winning at Watford, who are one of the fancied teams, fabulous, you know, because we're not going to we're not going to have many 
big away away wins this season. Oh, by the way, prediction wise, which obviously we'll come on to. Well, oh, well, wait, wait for that because we oh. do it in a, in a bit of a formula to this. We'll get to that in a minute. Right. We'll get to that. And, a and, and I've got, and I, and He's I'm getting back. excited. So if somebody needs to yeah. calm this QPR that, fan down. That's suggesting that there's some kind of method behind this nonsense. Go on. I listened to um, the West London podcast this morning, getting ready to work. And um, Kevin Gallen was on it with the guy from West London Sport and another journalist. And they gave their predictions for Saturday. So I'll enlighten you because no doubt you've not watched that. So I will, no. Funny enough, no. I will tell you what they think the re- results will be. It might surprise you. Hold on, here. What are they? What are they thinking? Well, two of them think it's going to be a draw. One of them thinks it's going to be nil-nil. And one of them thinks it's going to be 1-1. And Kevin Gallen went for 2-1 QPR. That... I would think is unlikely. I think the score draw is probably the more likely of the three, to be honest. Yeah. I can't, I, I don't know. We we are unbeaten anyway, uh, and we've won all of our home games so far, apart from the one in the cup, but we won't count that. Night. Oh, night. Oh, yeah, sorry, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we won't talk about that. In the league. I don't know what you guys think. I think for us, certainly away games this season, this is probably the biggest game for us this season, away games. Really? Simply because we've only got two three local games in the South. We've only got Millwall, mm. you... Yeah, yeah we're, the, we're the same. Yeah, yeah of we're course. Same. And, and, and uh, we don't... Although we hate Luton like you do... Everyone um, not, should. Not, not, Everyone not as should. much as you guys do, but um, there's a lot of history there between QPR and Luton, as you're probably aware of. Yeah. We don't like we don't like them, but they're not a big club. And we don't... You know, we don't really look at them as a, as a big win if we win there. It's just nice for the fans. Uh, Millwall... I mean, who likes going to Millwall? I mean, <laughs> not even Millwall fans, really. I mean, it's just a ground no, that you know you're going to lose. No one likes us. No one likes us. Right. We always lose there. We always play badly there. Their fans are awful. You know, yeah. it's just a horrible. It's an awful place to try and get to. It's just not a nice. Just not a nice trip, is it? So Watford for us Saturday as well. I think it's, is it a three o'clock kickoff? It is. It's yeah. three o'clock. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've it sold is. our allocation as you probably expect us to. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be a. Uh, no doubt you've, you're sold out, I guess. It will be close to it, I'd imagine, yeah. There's been a few yeah. empty seats because it's still holiday season. So You, you know it's going to be a busy game because I'm getting messages saying, there's spare tickets. I think, I think we should move towards, you know, we should segue seamlessly, as we always do, by pointing out that we're segueing seamlessly, by saying, Richard, thank you for all of the contributions so far. Um, yes, we do probably hate Luton more than you, but we're not exclusive about it. So if you want to hate Luton that little bit more, <laughs> go right ahead. And, and that's to any other QPR fans who are listening. So we're going to come to the predictions. We always start with our guests. And the way we are running this, for anybody who just doesn't really bother care about it is that both Carl and Justin have a selection of the score but they cannot go with one of the previous scores given we always start with our guest um there are basically there are three points up for grab and so far everybody representing the EFL has done absolutely bugger all so Richard you're gonna <laughs> you're at least gonna be average if not above here so oh, thanks you get a point if, if you well, predict it to win, draw, and loss, and you predict the result right, that's one point. If you get the score difference right, that's a point. And if you if you predict the absolute outright score, it's three points. So, what do you think, sir? I'm. Uh, I've thought about this this evening. Uh, I'm. I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to go one all. One one. He's going one all now. And I'll tell if, you why. I'll tell you if it, if I can. Can, can I tell yeah, you why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Because at I least think this... your score. I think Watford will definitely score. 
And I think just the law of averages, we have been a little bit unlucky the last two or three games. We've played well and not actually, we've got the biggest donkey up front in Lyndon Dykes. I think, strangely, he may score on Saturday and uh, just because he's due a goal and I think we'll carve some chances out. So I think I'll go 1-1. One, one. And out, out of your five games, you have drawn two, you've won one and you've lost two. So yeah. drawing drawing could be, could be fine. So 1-1 one, one there uh, from Richard. We are going to go to Carlos because Carlos also is on nada for the season. So we'll give him the first opportunity. Carl, what's the score going to be on Saturday versus the R's? This is a tricky one, actually, because I do like the, the, the sound of that draw. But I've, I've got to go. I, I bet against my team last time around when we said we were speaking to the Preston guys, actually for Preston, we're going to beat us. So I'm going to go Watford 1, Queen's Park Rangers nil. Bastard. Ooh, That's what I was going, going for. for. <laughs> Absolute bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the odds are on that. I bet the odds on that are like even. Well, yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Well, that's, that's really screwed me because I was going to go for 1 0. Um, You're welcome. Well, Bear in mind, the maximum we've scored so far this season is one goal per yeah. game. Yeah. Maximum. What's be 5 4 or something in this game? Yeah, probably. So come on, Justin. You can't have 1 1. You cannot have 1 0 to the yellows. So who are you going to go? What are you going to go for? Well, we've already had, what, three draws this season, two draws this season, haven't we? Birmingham and Preston. Um, and West Brom was a draw. West Brom, yeah. yeah. So let's go nil nil. Nil oh. nil. Nil nil. Because if we've got <laughs> if we've got Bio and um, oh god, uh, what's I don't his name up again. front? Yeah, uh, Manai. Manai. And, and we press like we did against Milton Keynes Dons. We're not going to score any goals. So let's go for nil nil. Excellent stuff. Well, there we so- are. We will see how the results fare and the uh, the league table will be updated on Sunday morning once Justin rings me and goes, I'm in the lead. Why haven't you updated it yet? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have. Something, something for you all to look forward to. I Unlike the Fantasy lead. League, which is hey. bottom of, which yeah. is... Yeah, no, no, yeah. no phone calls come about that. No, but I've done a bit of a bit of a few subs on that uh, over the last week. I was, so gonna, hoping... I was actually going to have words with you because I did notice you had players that, I mean, one... Rafinha left He's gone. Barcelona, He's left, yeah. And he was still in your side. <laughs> I know. But do you think I knew how to swap him out? No. I had to go online and learn about these things. You know, so, I wasn't going to show you how. <laughs> well, I've done it now. He's, got, he's gone. There's at least three players that I've shipped out. So <laughs> I can imagine Justin at a bus stop saying, excuse me, do you know how... You know how this works. <laughs> Why am I taking a bus in this scenario? I don't know. <laughs> this is this is this is Justin Beatty, football league world fan pundit. Yes, I am. Going, yes. Who's watching ah. Barcelona? Going, who's that Rafinha yeah. bloke? Still yeah. plays. Hi, this is Tommy Smith. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eye podcast. Thank you very much for joining us, Richard. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. And, um, well, we'll catch up uh, hopefully next time when we're um, down at Loftus Road. We'll, we'll do this again if that's all right. Fabulous. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate Thank you, you very mate. Much. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Not Enjoy for Saturday, that. but good luck in general. Same to you, sir. Right to you. Come on, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.